Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Nerdy Show listeners, we need your help. A bunch of our series have been nominated for the Audioverse Awards, a podcast award show for audio dramas. The Orphans, Nerdcasting the Multiverse, Dungeons and Doritos, and Liberty have all been nominated for awards in music, acting, writing, and production. The semifinals are open to fan voting right now, and we'll never make it to the finals without your votes. Don't delay, we've only got till October 30th, so head to nerdyshow.com slash audioverse2017 to see the list of nominees and get voting. Introducing the greatest animated series you've never seen, Lightning Dogs. These canine commandos are lost on a post-apocalyptic Earth and battling the forces of the evil Glampire. <laughs> it's a tribute to the cartoons and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, and Nerdy Show is hell-bent on bringing it to life. Block sold separately. Join us as we document our quest from the moment lightning struck to every world-building session and beyond and make our crazy dream a reality. Roll with the pack at lightningdogs.com. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network, geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. You know what that means? That means it's time for another wacky nerdy show episode. <laughs> wacky. <laughs> That's a All weird right. sounding dog. Yeah, that was a weird <laughs> sounding dog. <laughs> Welcome to Nerdy Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom from comics and video games to science and technology. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Cap. Hey, I'm Brandon. I'm Boar. I'm John. And uh, what'd you what'd you bring to the studio, Brandon? What is that? What? I mean, I didn't so bring it as someone shipped it to me with exploded batteries. It's just a bird song identifier, but it's one of those really old ones that it sounds all choppy. So here, for instance, this is a barn owl. You tell me what it what it sounds like. Nightmares. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> when your speakers are up too loud and you play anything. What, what, you tell me what bird you think this is. Hold on. You know what? That one actually is not that bad. That's actually pretty decent. <laughs> wait, what, what, what was that? Uh, 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 it was carrier a, pigeon? It was a whip poor will, which oh. is a night jar. Which is oh, I would have guessed that. Whip yeah. poor will. Whip poor will. 
When okay. I was in uh, Boy Scout camp way back in the day, we had a bunch of whippoorwills out in the out in the woods, and, and it was just yeah, they oh. they pretty much just go whippoorwill. I thought you were being facetious. You're legitimately no. saying this. Ha- okay, yeah. cool. I respect you for that bird knowledge. Then <laughs> <laughs> only that. I know that they definitely hang out in the woods in the Midwest. That's all I. That's all I know about the whippoorwill. Other well, than it's call. When I, I have when no I idea in, uh, what it looks like. When I was in the Scouts, there was a feared gang called the Whippoorwills. They were just a bunch of guys named Will with a bunch of whips. <laughs> and wow, they, they'd run around screaming, Whipper Will! Whipper! <laughs> oh, I forgot you grew up in South Florida. <laughs> yeah, that was Davie, Florida, specifically. <laughs> There's a lot of cowboys out there. So, a lot of cow pokes, if you know what I mean. So I'm just going to tell you what I've been up to today. What are you lately, up I don't to today? I don't remember lately, but today I remember. So I've been, dri- <laughs> I've been driving on a flat tire for about three or four days. Uh-huh. Um, it's one of those. I don't think they I, recommend that. It's one of those slow flats where you fill it up and then like a day later it's flat again, but uh-huh. it doesn't do it immediately. Yeah. So I went to a store right before this to buy you know, just one of those stupid things to inflate your tire. And I'll, I'll get a new one later, but whatever. You and mean the, one of those cans to plug it? No, it's literally just an air pump. So I can just Ugh. fill my tire every day till I get a new tire. Take it to a tire place and they'll plug the hole. I, I will. Well, they said the hole was, was too unpluggable. But that's another story for another time board. The point well, then, is... Then, you go, then low, you tell them... slow leak if it's unpluggable? <laughs> Guys, the point is I went to a grocery store and there were two minor things that happened that may or may not be funny that I'm now going to tell you. <laughs> So why didn't you get a new tire if somebody guys, looked at it enough guys, to see? Guys, forget the tire. Okay. I want to know why you're driving around on this tire. Look, I called the tire place, okay? <laughs> the, it's literally called the tire place. And they said, the whole city ain't got your tires, boy. You got to wait two days. We got to get a special order. So now I got to wait. So now I got to get, I got to inflate my own tire for two days. So they get more in. I don't believe any of this. Moving on to the grocery. Look, hold on. <laughs> are you, what are you going to get out your call logs? Oh, I literally have it right here. I, I bought it. I just bought it. It's in this bag. Congrats. This you have a cheap air compressor. Yes. Anyway, that wasn't the point. The point is <laughs> I, I, w- I went to a grocery store and there was this, uh, this couple walking by. I think they're like in their thirties. Were they hot? Uh, no. Anyway, they oh. were walking by the candy corn and the woman uh, was like, Hey babe, you want some candy corn? And the guy, or is it, she's like, do you like some candy corn? He's like, do I like candy corn? Fuck yeah, I like candy corn. I fucking love candy corn. And what? She's, and she's like, well, this babe, this candy corn's all for you. And he's like, fuck yeah. And they just kept walking. I was like, you what just happened? You are just filled with lies today. I'm not. I swear to God, An I'm unpluggable not tire and then somebody <laughs> liking candy corn? Well, that's the thing. You could at least make these lies, like, believable. This isn't even a lie. I've never been enthusiastic about anything as much as this guy liked candy corn i was a little bit jealous of his excitement for anything in this world okay i feel that way about almost everybody's emotions real talk i don't like a lot of it but i do like a little bit of candy corn well here you go because i got you an entire fucking bag Fuck of this disgusting you. shit there you go it's going right on the you soundboard. set yourself up for that one i thought if anyone you would like it more because your horrible palate for drinking over sugary foods uh, candy corn isn't sugar it's just nasty i think it is literally just or high fructose maybe <clears throat> well there's there's just and like wax well regular corn syrup <laughs> night high fructose sugar confectioner's glaze aka shellac <laughs> <laughs> you're looking at him buy you the crappy caramel apple ones or the the salted ones mm. and and honey actual honey is an ingredient in these candy corns they're not that not that bad Ugh. they actually ain't no circus the... peanuts pal oh. well here i got you something special then boar i found i was like what could be worse than uh you know, candy corn. I found caramel apple Twizzlers. Oh, give me those! <laughs> give me They're solid green what? apple Twizzlers I'm, I'm filled with eat caramel. These right now. Well, you I kind of want to try one. To bring up the weird Twizzlers that were key lime pie. 
Who? I mean, I might, they're, I might uh, eat that. They're the weirdest thing in the world. It's like eating Play-Doh, but that tastes like delicious key lime pie, and then you're just really, <clears throat> Wait, really confused. It actually tastes like key lime pie? They managed to actually... Yeah, it is the weirdest fucking thing ever. That is that is weird. Boy, that looks how like, do you get, get these out? While eating it and also being like, this is bizarrely citrusy. I can smell those uh, Twizzlers from over oh here. Like all the way across the I, room. Boy, I think those are from last year. They They're like kept per- very precariously packaged. I can't get... I'm just going to have to rip it rip out. I want, I want one. Uh, okay. Here, you want to hand me one? We'll eat it together. Oh, these are huge. Mm. Why don't we eat the same one? Do you want one? one? Do you want one, Cap? Sure. Okay. For Happy our... Halloween, folks. God. Uh, okay. All right. There's two. Just I'm, John, Twizzlers. just pretend you're eating a really terrible candy that looks like All right. a dead I worm. Have, I'm going to get I in on this. Mm, part of this is definitely artificial. <laughs> it's not completely bad. I like it. <laughs> Okay, this. Let's describe this. This is a fat Twizzler. It is. It looks like a a giant fat worm. Filled Supposedly, with the outside tastes like apple, but it it uh, dubious. It mostly tastes like uh, nothing, like just straight gelatin. And then mm. you get to the caramel, and that's pretty flavorful. Yeah, the caramel just kind of like uh, overpowers it. Mm. Can't say I'm gonna eat more than one of these in my lifetime. And, and I think they're softer than normal. <clears throat> Am I wrong about yeah, that? Yeah, no, they are softer. Hmm. All I know is I like them. <laughs> well, let's get to my second story then, guys. Oh, okay. It's just it's just a really funny thing that happened. There was just uh there's this lady with her daughter, like really young. She's like riding in the cart. And she just comes up to this software where it says, Learn how to learn how to do fractions. You're one of those stupid learning softwares. And she's like Wait, where was this? This is at a, this is at a Target, if you must know. So they have There's a, a learn oh, fraction station at a Target. Sense, it was does. software that you can buy for your computer. Okay. And I don't know how you're going to load it in your computer, but yeah, exactly. So she goes to her daughter and she's like, you want to learn how to do fractions, sweetie? And the girl's just, just shouts, no, 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 no. And she's like, okay, okay, okay. No, 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 no. And it sounded like a one of those cat videos of the cat going, no, 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 no. But I thought that was a funny reaction to asking someone if they'd like to learn fractions. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. young. I would have been like, "Wow, ma'am, you're gonna have to ask your daughter to reduce her volume by four fifths." <laughs> um, well, hey, John, what have you been up to? Hunting ducks. Oh shit! Really? Hunting ducks or hunting cucks? <laughs> <laughs> nope, just them virtual ducks. Man, virtual cu- duck hunting. Cuck hunter. That's a game. <laughs> uh. So what Dude. you're talking about is is duck season then? Yes. What's how's that different than duck hunter? I don't know what duck season is. Have you not watched the trailer? Of is this is a show? No, it's a VR game. Well, oh my god, Brandon! I possess no VR. Oh, yeah, I didn't do anything with that. But uh, on the list that you had with duck hunter, I just had to strike through duck season and write rabbit season because yeah, I, I why wouldn't that. you that's a thing you can do in the game by the way you can actually flip the sign from duck season or from rabbit season yeah no god damn it from <laughs> duck season to rabbit season <laughs> this guy just flooded himself <laughs> god damn it well i <laughs> anyway it's called but duck no season? seriously that game is totally fucked up and i managed to not die so that was good well, okay let's give the premise since since no one's done the research here um i'm looking up images Duck Season is a yeah, VR game <laughs> where you play a child in 1988 whose mom has rented a 
knockoff of Duck Hunt for 24 hours. <laughs> From a knockoff, uh, knockoff of Blockbuster. And you can... I'm really getting into this Elmo Fudd thing. <laughs> you, <laughs> you can walk around your living room and then plug this NES cartridge into this NES knockoff thing and play this game that's a hyper-realistic... Once you start the game, it turns into a hyper-realistic duck hunting simulator. Is this creepy dog that I'm witnessing in the game? It uh-huh. looks like a man in a bodysuit. Yes. It looks like a character from Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, this is a it game... It does, yeah. and for good reason. <laughs> so, explain the premise. It's not just, obviously, just shooting ducks in VR. No, and it is actually a pretty However, great simulator. However, that is most of what you will wind up doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll explain. What do, you, what do you do, then? What, do you, what is it? You're, it's, you it's like the whole story, but you're basically like, you know, a kid, so you're crazy, crazy involved in the game you're playing, right? It's like totally real to you. And so the duck hunting part is, like Cap said, a totally bizarre, realistic, like, dun- duck hunter. And then intermediary, I guess you'd almost call it sort of like a lobby, is the kid's living room with all this stuff around it. And as you beat levels, the time gradually progresses one hour after another after an hour after another um, until basically it gets to be like about nine o'clock at night or so. Okay. That's when things. And there's all kinds of stuff around. There's there's other cartridges that you can put in the game and play different games. Um, There's VHS cassettes that you can put in your VCR, and there's like action figures that can fire darts and stuff. And you can just kind of fuck around this bizarre 1988 childhood simulator, which is really peculiar because you're you're the height of a child, so everything is proportionate to an existence that we haven't lived for, uh, you know, a long, quite some time. <laughs> um, so does the dog? Does the dog do anything creepy? Uh, well, you can shoot the dog, and then things and happen. And then that's right, where everything goes off the fucking rails. <laughs> <laughs> I'm because a at that of a, point, of a, as you progress, a gun. Scary shit starts happening, like the TV's on, and you're like, what the hell am I looking at? And it's like, wait a minute, that's me. And then you turn to the right, and the fucking dog is outside your goddamn sliding glass door, filming you with a camera. <laughs> and then he runs away. This is a horror game? Yeah, so it basically it is. is. <laughs> I There's seven the endings. Game, and I didn't shoot the dog, and as a result, I got the Fiesta ending, which is where, after the game goes back to Blockbuster, I sneak downstairs and play <laughs> Final Fiesta. <laughs> it goes back to Blockbuster. Is it like Final Fantasy, Final Fiesta? Exactly. <laughs> is it a full game? I'll play that. <laughs> no, no, it's basically the credit sequence, but all of a sudden, out of nowhere, confetti starts flying down on the TV, and then it's flying down in the real world, and then there's fucking, like, crazy colored lights going on in the living room and there's maracas on the floor you can pick up and shake and everything just goes fucking to plaid basically like just nuts now i got to play a little bit of this game just a little bit so before before anything went really wrong three rounds of you were um, like one fucking level before shit starts getting really weird and i made a point of shooting that dog a lot um so it was gonna get bad yeah for i have me. a trophy now for shooting the dog more than once in a single playthrough oh congratulations like this promotes but, dog from you. violence <laughs> well this this game the television actually plays live action stuff which is interesting there's a, there's a very strange dog um duck hunt tutorial video or duck season um it's a really great faux commercial the um the vhs all play different things some of them are like internet videos like fake action figure commercials i'd seen online a year ago um, I guess they must be friends with the people who made it because then all of a sudden you can actually play with that action figure in the game. And the 
but I got to play one of the one of the fake NES games. It's a game called Sinatra. And when you plug it in, and by it, that I mean Sinatra. Yeah, you, play, you plug it in, it goes Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's actually it's Frank Sinatra, and you play as Frank Sinatra walking down the the city streets, avoiding cars and murdering people. And in avoiding VR. cars means avoiding a truck being driven by the dog. <laughs> so okay, I mean, if I ever get a fifteen hundred dollar computer. <laughs> For VR, I'll totally... And then, you know, a $600 VR set or whatever. Yeah, so this is only on Steam, I'm assuming, so I'm not getting it on the PS4's VR. You can watch playthroughs for what it's worth. (laughs) I don't want to watch playthroughs. I want to play it. Did they they make a new Vive yet that I like so I can play it? Yeah, they made the Vive uh, BOR edition. Oh, sweet. (laughs) With 8K in in each eye? (laughs) Yep, 8 carats. Sweet. I actually have no idea. I haven't been keeping up to date with any VR because I don't possess or own any of them, and I don't care until you you give me the go ahead and say it's <laughs> like Bar. Unless you That's give me the go smart. ahead and say that smart. VR has reached that level where I should purchase a system, I'm not gonna purchase one. Fucking love candy corn. Oh, are you still eating that? Yeah. <laughs> How are you still eating that? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I just ate two of those apple Twizzlers, and I'm feeling really dizzy. I think I just got diabetes. Oh, is that what that was? Because I just got like a wave of like. <laughs> I'm like I'm hot. I feel hot. There's a lot of sugar in that. Mm. Or maybe like radium? <laughs> yeah, I think it's mm, I think it's radioactive delicious. or something. My brain just kind of like Ugh, The fact you know. that it happened to both of you and you both have very high sugar intake more than me uh That's makes me suspicious of what's going on here. It's but, only 24 grams of sugar per inch, so <laughs> <laughs> how many inches have we had? <laughs> <laughs> Was this seriously per inch? No, I made that okay. up. <laughs> That was a that was a Brandon lie. <laughs> but it was my first lie of the episode. <laughs> Boy, you you brought a, a sugary drink for us all to share. Yeah, I brought a, a really weird beverage that I found at Aldi. Uh, <laughs> it's it's got like an old timey. Uh, what do you what would, what kind of bottle would you like call a, that? Like a pop top, like something you get a sarsaparilla in. Yeah, like something you'd get. I don't know, some fancy sparkling cider in or something. But it's a, I believe it's a holiday drink for, for Halloween. It's blood orange and gingerbread. It does have a black pumpkin smiling hanging from a ceiling, so I'm assuming. Blood orange gingerbread drink. Yeah. So, Brandon, you want to do the honors? You pop, pop that, that thing open? open? Here's the thing, and I'll say this while I'm opening it. I'm okay with blood orange. I'm even okay with gingerbread. But who the fuck would combine an orange and gingerbread? Ah! Well, you're, you're forcing the, the blood into the gingerbread man's soul. You see, oh, so you're you know how when an entire gingerbread body, <laughs> you know how when a nuke goes off and oh. there's a shockwave because that just happened when I opened the bottle and like my glasses and everything shook. It's both the body and blood of the ginger Christ. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't tasted any of this yet, so I'm right on the. Uh, right, here you go. Uh, I'm in the same place as you two, John. I'm sorry that you're not witnessing this. Or oh, it's actually got a really nice bouquet. <laughs> Seven roses. It does smell like oranges and gingerbread. <laughs> and um, that maybe it's better smelling. I, I want to say like uh, a truck stop in Prague. <laughs> 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 mm. You ready for this? We all have glasses except for John. Here we go. Three, two, one. Bottoms up. Oh wow, that's peculiar. The what is happening in my mouth? <laughs> it is actually the taste of both those things. Huh. But but they sort of I don't know it it feels like they're still separate. Does that make sense? Yeah, they totally are. They come in waves. It's different it, waves. It tastes like someone melted a really really weak, unflavorful red hot into a carbonated beverage. 
That's not what it tastes like at all. That's what it tastes There's like no... for me. It's like a little cinnamony in there, a little no, like it, little it, zing. It, to me, it tastes almost like a sparkling orange juice, like a mm-hmm. like maybe maybe like clementine with with some ginger, but it's ginger drowned in allspice and therefore gingerbread. But the aftertaste is very gingerbread. Yeah, you know when your cat drinks orange juice, like licks it up after you spill it, and then throws it up, and then you drink the throw up. That's kind of what it tastes like. That's a unique experience so that you've had. <laughs> I don't own any cats, but Cap does. Hooray for me. <laughs> so you're drinking Cap's cat's puke? <laughs> I don't know if this makes it better. Why, I'll, why I'll, would you point I that out? I don't know if I'm leaving town again. I'll never tell. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a bird. Anyway. Is it a woodpecker? I don't know. Here's a recognizable one. That one was a this, bo- that was you a, that, are now fully equipped to be a wacky that, uh, wacky morning DJ. <laughs> hey, g- guess guess what bird this is? A mosquito. It's a woodcock. Hey, can you <laughs> pick out your favorite most zany bird and then just say, "Hey, you're listening to Brandon in the morning," and then hit the button. Got it. Hey, you're listening to Brandon in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yep. Let me try that again. I'm going to do two takes. Hey, you're listening to Brandon in the morning. <laughs> that was two birds. For you, you just went two birds full one wacky morning DJ. <laughs> All right. And now we have to. Now our ratings are actually. We're going to be tied with Tom and Dan in the morning now. Oh, I've died. You've actually killed me. All right. Well, rest in peace. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god. And that was a good episode. Amazing. <laughs> well, we could we could do a, a two man morning show and and have it be like B and B's morning hour and, and we'll do all breakfast theme stuff. <laughs> Bor and Brandon B and B in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> John, I need you to weigh on the sound effects things we're doing. How do you, how do you feel I, about that sound effect? I absolutely don't even. The last one sounds like a little fart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's try it. Let's try a more melodic one and see if it's still funny. Hold on. Let's try this one. You know what that sound means, folks. It's it time for a caller. Who do we have on the line, Cap? Uh, we, we have a we have a, a caller named John West. John West, um, can you tell us a little bit about uh, batteries that uh, that breathe air, breathe human air? Well, that's actually just oxygen it's the result of it no 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) everything 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 breathes breathes air but only humans breathe human air and that's the (laughs) (laughs) well i'll tell you what the uh them mit engineers or imagineers anyway i don't know what they refer to themselves as Know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, they they figured out that you put sulfur in water and sodium in another water, and you got them separated somehow, and that's somehow a battery now. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it breathes air, and and it exhales oxygen. This sounds like some sort of lizard man conspiracy. Uh, how are we 100 percent sure that it's oxygen and it isn't just laced with all kinds of mind controlling chemicals? Well, I mean, we can't be. I mean, good. They, they Why are we put talking sulfur like this? in it. That shit smells horrible anyway. <laughs> yeah, nothing but a big old wet donkey fart. I ain't installing that in my domicile. It, uh, I don't know whom you're referring to. <laughs> who? 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 <laughs> well, this show's gone completely off the fucking rails, so. 
so so John John has it right. A team of MIT researchers accidentally discovered in a laboratory a rechargeable while working on batteries anyway. Well, true, but they made they made a battery that actually breathes air, exhales oxygen, not carbon dioxide. Does and- it have tiny lungs? No, in a way. but it, I suppose in a metaphorical kind of way. I'm in a research I mean, the one they made lungs. was like the size of a coffee cup. So it's like it's it's uh it's cathode and anode or liquids, and uh it's like a solution of water and sulfur, and then a solution of oxygenated liquid salt, and they kind of they suck in one naturally. Am I, if I am I getting this right so far? And for all intents and purposes, I mean, they're going to obviously have to rework the hell out of it to get it up to scale. But like, what's nut is it seems to be about what, like a third to a quarter the price of a normal equivalent kilowatt hour battery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say like like the current storage systems uh, that we use cost like a hundred per uh, kilowatts per hour or a hundred dollars per kilowatt per hour, and a scaled up version of this battery would cost between twenty and thirty. Which is pretty damn good. What I what that I'm is reading progress is progress I can get behind. This is like the next evolution of like the lithium ion batteries. This is the next wave of batteries that you'll be using in all your products soon. Well, or at least on, you know, grid level storage. No, I want my next iPhone to have a breathable battery. I'm not hmm. sure that would work. Maybe it would. I'm not I, yeah, I don't know. They had actually talked about if electronics used some sort of like a hydrogen fuel cell or something as a battery source, and I was like, God, that's I want a tiny hydrogen fuel source crazy. in my. Like, why would you do that? You know what I really hate about hearing about new battery technology is is five years is going to pass, and we're not going to see it. Nothing will matter. Nothing will happen. It'll we'll have never whatever. seen this new battery technology because I swear five. To even ten years ago, I've been reading about you know battery technology that's going to come out any time now that you know recharges in three seconds and then it lasts for three weeks and it's not at all volatile. You can hit it and it'll, it'll, it'll never explode. explode. <laughs> no, it'll never explode and and you know it's made out of glass or you know just I mean are, are crazy these, are battery these technologies getting bought up by companies trying to hide them. From yeah, the they're being bought that, up by the gas companies. I'm, but I mean, the reality of it is, is scaling any of this stuff to, you know, I mean, up to the, to grid level is always going to be a little bit of a problem. And, uh, you know, I mean, in this case, we're talking about wet batteries, who the hell knows what it would take, because they're having to refine what they're already working on to make it better in the first place, because they, right now, it only lasts for about like two months or something. So they need to lengthen the amount of time that obviously, you know, it'll work for before they need to be replaced. So that's like one thing. Um, then you're talking about scale, then you're talking about marketing the stuff to the right people, and then you're still talking about, of course, some Who's talking about stuff. scales? <laughs> yeah. I mean, ultimately, maybe you are, right? Well, you mean could, on account of that they were the ones that invented the, this the technology, what to make the, the atmosphere more volatile towards the humanity and a desirable for the lizard folks, what to lay their clutches all open uh, in uh, in my bedroom and in, in my, my porta and in my lovers and inside my 79 percent of all batteries were made by lizards that's a well-known fact and uh, i mean you can't it's irrefutable it is irrefutable did you know lizard folk can be up to 300 pounds well god damn that's that's the truth if i ever heard it and then you plus two to strength and dexterity so you're not outrunning or you know hurting one of those guys that's what I'm reading right now. <laughs> You're reading about Lizard Man over there? 
We were what 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 what, what good book you reading out of? What good what good book is that? Uh, the book of Wikipedia. Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, that's like 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 them um them witch folk with the uh, have the, the the seances and the circles circle jerks. We Uh, hope you enjoyed today's segment of Brandon's Backwoods Bird Bungalow (laughs) here on Nerdy Show. (laughs) Oh jeez, oh jeez. Hey guys, what's this one? I haven't, I haven't clicked on this one yet. Oh wait, that's a better one. I get to see that one. (laughs) Not as funny. It's not as funny. Anyway, (laughs) moving on. Um, Boar, what you been doing? Oh man, almost nothing. Um, it <laughs> you feels bought like a house. I, I bought that house. Uh, I've been living in it for a very short period of time, and uh, all my shit is in boxes. I did a lot of painting and 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 moving. And uh, can I ask? You I a bought question? Cuphead right before I moved. Let's talk about Cuphead. I haven't played it yet. I've been wanting to play it for years, but I haven't played it yet. Yeah, I played that. You know, for a little while, not for very long. Was it worth the ten year wait? It it's pretty great. Uh, it's the the art is just fantastic. If if somehow you've managed to miss the the massive sudden cultural impact of, of Cuphead, it's a, a side scrolling video game that is in the style of a nineteen forties cartoon or nineteen thirties cartoon, which are the really creepy, over exaggerated limb flailing. Yeah, everybody kind of, kind of bounces all the time. You're doing really in a cycle. Yeah, when they actually cared about frame rate. Yeah, <laughs> and steamboats. Uh, steam but boats. but the cool thing about it is everything is hand painted. I think that's why it took so long. <laughs> yeah, that's why it took him so long. Is like everything is hand painted. I, I watched an interview and they're like, "Man, w- nobody's ever done this before." So we thought, "Man, why hasn't anybody done this before? It's going to look great." And then they're like, "And then we figured it out why." Yeah, we we actually know we actually know <laughs> yeah. of another game that I don't I don't even remember if it's come out yet. I think like Earth Night or something that was all completely handmade and hand drawn, and it, I don't think it still came out. Yeah, yet. it gets demoed at E3 every year, yeah, but for yeah, like the past six years, I don't, I don't think it's out yet either. <laughs> I don't yet. think it will ever. I, I don't think it, it's probably should, at this point. It probably shouldn't I come think, out. Yeah, I think it's a little. They're gonna need to make the sequel. But it's it, it's a little bit difficult. But there's no lives. You just have to like restart the level that oh, you were geez. on. Jeez, how many hits do you get before you die? Uh, a few for an entire level i heard this game has like a dark souls level difficulty uh i don't know <laughs> that that's not maybe, an apt comparison. maybe at a later it's level good well no because what it what it has is it has a difficulty of a traditional side scroller game yeah it's more like contra i would say oh gee so like memorize where all the enemies are don't you know dodge everything and and don't don't get killed one thing that i do like is when you enter like a boss battle that's the all that that level is it's just a boss battle so as soon as you enter, you're fighting the boss. And if you die, then you just yeah. have to start over against that boss. Well, and you don't nice. have to go through an entire level. The uh, the one nicety that they decided to give you. Some of the bosses are pretty interesting. Uh, there's this blue blob somewhere near the beginning that I fought for a really long period of time. Cuphead, don't deal with the devil. Does oh, it that's ha- right. I does it have it. like a... Um... Uh, overworld map or anything when you're moving around to, to get to the levels or are they just yeah. play in sequence yeah you walk around in the overworld and every now and then you'll see something that looks a little bit out of place and you walk up to it and then uh hop into the hop into the level cool i'm i'm so excited to play that uh, the only thing i've devoted any time to gaming wise was as we talked about in the prior regular episode of nerdy show the snes classic where coincidentally i played uh contra 
for the Super Nintendo for the first time. I'd only ever played arcade versions You've before. never played that? It's so good. Alien it's, Wars? Yeah, it's... I mean, I'd watched plenty of videos because, you know, aesthetically, it's, it's a very, you know, beloved game and got some cool alien designs like a big turtle with brains for arms. But, um, yeah, it's hard. It's it's uh, it's unreasonably hard. Yeah, it's very... a, a lot of the games from that era... Um, did you play Castlevania 4? Well, sure. I mean, yeah. we, we talked about that a little bit because I, because we, yeah, I, I were playing I'm, with the whip. Physics. I made Cap play <laughs> Castlevania 4. The sweet jazz music in that but game. But the thing about Cuphead is, is it came out at a time where I had to walk away from it for a while because I had real world adulting to do. Yeah. And then the Shattered But Whole came out. You've played Shattered But Whole? <laughs> or fractu- fractu- fractured, 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 fractured But fractured, Whole. That's it. I'm sorry. Fractured But Whole. No, I, I own it, but I have not gotten to oh. play it yet. Did you see did the? Did they uh, not like shop that name at all? Do you not? Do you not understand that name? <laughs> well, I mean, what I mean, I'm saying is, it's not what I think it is, right? It is both, actually. They spell it fractured, but and then whole, like spelled W H O L E, like whole. Okay, but when you read so it, deliberate. But yeah, when you yeah. read it, it sounds like fractured butthole. No, they wanted it to be butthole, but uh, it got rejected uh so by said. the ratings board or whatever so they're like <laughs> how about board. fractured butt what? hole and they're like cool okay yeah sure did you uh did you did you know about the difficulty and how how to select the difficulty in the game did you hear yeah about it? but yeah they they do a difficulty based on race like what <laughs> color your skin it. is and the whiter that you are the easier the game is like you but what i've read is it's not an actual difficulty selection it's like how much money you start with <laughs> Well, um, huh. so what it says underneath is like this won't affect combat difficulty, but it will affect every other aspect of the game. So like people aren't as nice to you if you're a darker color and you don't get as much money and stuff. Yeah. But if you're white, yeah, it doesn't actually affect the. Combat well, if you thought that South Park wasn't having biting sociopolitical commentary <laughs> anymore, yeah, you thought wrong. Because <laughs> wow, <laughs> no, th- right, right then the difficulty selection menu. When I saw it, I was like, well, oh, I sorry. need to buy it. We didn't say South Park until just then. This is a South Park video game about <laughs> superhero franchises. I, we didn't? Okay. We yeah, didn't. I totally uh, would have understood the title a lot better then. <laughs> South Park Fractured Butthole. <laughs> well, that, I guess coming into it, just hearing a game, Fractured Butthole, and you're like, what the hell? They yeah. Is that a Kingdom Hearts I, I, game? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just as soon like as I have anything. the time, I'm going to dive headfirst into the Fractured Butthole. Uh <laughs> And poor Cuphead, I might not get back to you for a while because I'm way more excited about that. Did you play Stick of Truth at all, either of you? Any mm, of you? I, I played it at E3 and it was amazing, but I never played the whole thing and I I'm, really wanted to. I'm pay- I want to pick up Fractured but Whole so because it comes with Stick of Truth because I haven't played it. So. Oh, okay. I heard Stick of Truth is pretty, pretty fast though, right? It's not a long game, it's but like, I heard it's really good. I think it's like eight or nine hours or something. Oh, perfect. I can do that. <laughs> depending, on, depending on how completionist you are, you could give or take quite a bit from that. Um, but I, that was almost a perfect game. It's basically like watching an eight hour, really good episode of South Park. Cool. Well, this season's been a little tepid for me, so I would, I would really enjoy that. Yeah, it has been a little bit. I like the, uh, the superhero episode this, Mm -hmm. Um, this, a a noted improvement. Jimmy's character is so good. Is it a tie in to the game? Is that what I think so? They released it at like right before the game came out. So like professor chaos pulling Russia's uh like facebook manipulation scam was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pitch perfect south park it was genius uh tupperware and uh what was jimmy's character called he was like the ah. basically a flash knockoff but he also had the power of comedy wow what a terrific audience <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember what he was called but i mean it's it was it was great i mean i i loved the 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 kids commenting on 
their their awful desire for having their own superhero franchise you know like what a stupid world we live in (laughs) (laughs) netflix Um, will buy anything yeah i don't know about that i hope so i want them to get dark matter (laughs) (laughs) that that's that ship has sailed yeah unfortunately as an update dark matter is not going to be saved well, Maybe comic books that. is the answer. Yeah. I don't know. I have to read. Yeah, I know. I know you, you hate reading. They did that with Firefly and I lost interest. Did you watch season three yet? I watched, yeah, I finished everything. Oh, it's so good. I finally also just season finished. Season three was so fantastic. Rick and Morty was great too. I finished that. I just watched that. Rick and Morty's always fantastic. And there was that one episode that was really bad. Which one? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch after the, uh, or during the credits, the Mr. Poopy Butthole part during the, the last episode? Yeah. Oh, what have you been doing? I hope you haven't wasted your life between this and last year. <laughs> I've got a family now and kids and a mortgage. <laughs> hope you haven't just been sitting around doing nothing with your life. That's pretty pretty great. <laughs> See you in about a, maybe a year. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds a bit like Towelie, actually. Think about it. Mm, Ooh-wee. It's a little little bit different. Ooh-wee. Yeah, <sighs> no, you're right. You're right. Well, I did a I did a strange thing. Um. Only one? This Have is... you always been doing strange things? That is that is true. <laughs> uh, this is maybe a stranger thing. Oh, jeez. There's a thing called the Beast of Blackwood happening in Orlando. And by the time you're hearing this, all of their events have been sold out. And uh, maybe, maybe better luck next time and hopefully sooner than October. It's a alternate reality experience that's like an escape room, except it's out in the wilderness. How do you, how do you, how can you not escape from the wilderness? Well, you, you just you, walk in you, any direction. You could escape, except you're paying to be there, so hopefully you'll keep going. Um, you're metaphorically trapped. It's, yeah. It's by a company called Make Real. This is their first experiment in this, and they have a gorgeously produced trailer for this, which we'll link to on this episode's page, that is a very Stranger Things vibe piece about. Oh, you mean a video? I was picturing a trailer out in the woods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A video, yes. A video, a video trailer for that thing that's not a movie. Um, you, it's a bunch of kids get uh, disappeared out in the woods, and so, uh, so myself and uh, John Laval and Crystal and Doug and Nina and a few other people who are unrelated and nerdy show went out to the middle of nowhere, south of Orlando, south of Disney, um, in the backwoods, into a ranch in the middle of the night around 10 p.m. All as as they were asked us to do, dressed in 80s clothing. Period perfect 80s clothing um and we're meted by You're the cosplay for this yeah we sure this sounds like something someone would tell you when they want to murder a bunch of people well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah i mean some 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 kids got lost in the woods i, was I don't gonna say I how don't many of your friends did you come back with <laughs> we we met a, a, a ranger who escorted us out to a uh, fire where we had uh, made uh, some like a mar- forest ranger yeah a forest ranger okay i didn't know if it was a guy with a hood and a bow that came up to you. <laughs> i was gonna say like an elf ranger or... he, he took the harbots to isengard and then he took us to the fire to eat some marshmallows um and <laughs> we got told about how we uh, they they mistook us we were just going to go out there for for drugs and you know uh high school sex um but because we were all high schoolers <laughs> obviously um but they they mistook us for a search party to help find a lost kid so we we're like oh yeah sure that's totally what we're here for um we were role-playing quite a bit more <laughs> apparently that. more so than everyone else who did this did um and they we end up like walking out in the woods and uh the rangers leave us behind they're not going in and uh I, what happens if you get bit by snakes or like them nocturnes we signed some waivers 
Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, and this dude stumbles out of the forest, and and he's looking for his sister. And we've got these flashlights, but they keep turning off all the time. And we're wandering through the woods and find this this backpack with like a an, an old VCR cam or video camcorder and like a cassette tape, and then this like this tent that's got like warning signs all over it and his sister shows up and they're screaming at each other and there's uh these like weird blacklight reactive postcards the code and um when did slender man start appearing well when we were in the the the, uh the 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 tent there were some noises outside and so we turned off all of our flashlights and we saw this we saw the shape approach was that tent you had like what, like a bazillion people? I need specifications. We had how yeah. many people we have? We had uh, those two. You've then... been to a circus, right? It was like uh, it held like uh, eight people. <laughs> so it was a big tent, not like one of them tiny ass tents. Oh, I mean, it was like an easy up tent say- size thing. It had it could hold eight people and a table and uh, and some. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently: Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash boast. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Some radio equipment that we turned on i'm so picturing one of those like tent. uh tents from game of thrones where they've got like the the map on there and they're all huddled around the map and i was picturing one of those military tents that also uh-huh. has a, a thing in the middle with a map on it uh game of thrones man okay mm-hmm. <laughs> military brandon's over here thinking of mash <laughs> i was thinking of mash <laughs> you're just you're a psychic <laughs> anyway <laughs> So what what actually happened that was scary besides your flashlights turning off? Was there like a Jason type guy with a chainsaw? Was anyone chasing you? Was well, it just I mean, like the the, there was, the woods alone? There were a lot of good ominous moments. Like, and we didn't know what what to do necessarily because there were these two. The brother and sister were fighting, and they were like sort of dividing our opinions about like you know what we should do because the girl really wanted to um to help find these kids, and the guy uh wanted to get out of there, and. How do you know that they were role playing? What if they actually needed help finding these kids? Well, that's the thing. When you get it. out there, you don't you don't know what the mechanics of the game are. You don't know who to trust. You don't know what one hundred percent what's real. And it was really cool. <laughs> okay. Did you end up finding the kids? No. It would have been really cool <laughs> if you found like a bunch of dead bodies at the end. Well, like with the kids, like <laughs> like jackets and things on. Let's them. say I didn't not. And by found them, it was from smell. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised you didn't wander any gators in the middle of the night. I'm surprised that they would even ever attempt doing something like this because it seems like really, really difficult to actually lead people in any sort of meaningful way through a forest at night with no actual, you know, chaperoning figure. Well, I mean, you, you, I, they did, I think they encountered some problems because we were at the campfire for way longer than we were supposed to be at the campfire. I'm pretty damn sure. Hmm. And, uh, 
I think the people before us had a. Uh, uh, intentionally fucked the story and wandered off, and uh, who knows what their experience was like. Did you bring any? <laughs> did you do any cool things from the '80s, like bring a bottle of Scope mouthwash, but it was really filled with alcohol, and then you're all drinking it at the campfire? Um, well, uh, we talked a lot about the Challenger explosion, and um, I was really sarcastic. <laughs> wow. Okay. So you're really into character. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had. I was wearing white jeans and a black members only jacket and a no and a no fangs t-shirt. You didn't have a headband. And a, I had a backwards uh, Pink Floyd the Wall cap on. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the woods in Florida are not like the woods in other places. There's just like bushes and shit everywhere. Is, was there a path or was it just completely open? No, there were paths. Yeah, okay. it, it was. Um, it was very. I mean, it was very overgrown, but there was like an intentionally sort of carved out like path, not cut, but like you know, well worn. Um, and it was a neat experience. I really hope they do more. Yeah, man, you could actually die from rattlers out there. Rattlers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very real risk, Brandon. I think do do reptiles or really, anacondas? Do, do you reptiles, never know in Florida. Do they really come out that much at night because it's cooler? No. I figure they come out. Yeah, you know, so they're probably conserving energy because they're you know cold blooded. I mean, so. but if you step on one, they're gonna wake up. Yeah, if you step on one, you're getting it. That's the whole thing. Which when got, they were filming uh, a bit for the museum out in the Everglades, like there was seriously a gigantic massive rattlesnake and they totally almost stepped on the fucking thing florida never like, gets cold enough shit. to like Everybody really shut them air. down mm-hmm. at least not this time of year what you really gotta worry about is those sky tigers sky tigers man will get you well don't, well, they, don't yeah. they usually call them skygers uh no they they sound like this sorry that? great great horns another name for them is sky tigers because they're one of the most Panthers. vicious predatory Small animals bears. really yeah that's 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 cool it's they a, will murder you they'll murder cool your children they'll murder other animals uh they're very dangerous <laughs> i've been grabbed boars. by one yeah wild boars what <laughs> wow that was strangely not arousing <laughs> <laughs> i think another thing i did was i uh I, I took adam briggs from ghostbusters to the tailor because uh he's been procrastinating for two years now getting his ghostbuster jumpsuit We've never been able to take official cast pictures for Ghostbusters Resurrection, but we fucking are now. So you, you got him a tailored jumpsuit. He... Here's a, <laughs> it's a fine uh, suit. It comes with a, uh, a very sharp uh, you know, tie. Well, not um, only is he a prissy britches, but also he ordered one that was many sizes too big for him. So, and they wouldn't... They wouldn't you can't you can't send it back when you're ordering something as specific <laughs> as a Ghostbusters jumpsuit. You can't send that back. Did they not have it in child medium? <laughs> no, they may have. That's my size. <laughs> he was poor, he was poorly measured. So and so that now it now it is done. Soon, someday soon, we're gonna take the Ghostbusters in front of the firehouse and we're gonna get some fucking photos. It's gonna be great. Firehouse subs. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, you know. Uh, speaking of your little experience, I went to Halloween Horror Nights for the first time. Like. Last night. Wait, ever? No, two nights ago. Two ni- yeah. You had to go like a decade ago when it was still cool? <laughs> yeah, boy. A decade ago. Well, my time machine wasn't working. Well, how, so, how was your experience? Uh, it was dumb, kind of. Yeah. I, I don't I'm think right it was worth my money. It's not. I mean, you, I think we waited like an hour and a half or two hours to get into the Shining House. And it's just... Pretty much, if you've never been to Halloween Horror Nights, when you go into these haunted houses, it's a nonstop train of people in front of you and behind you. So it's not really everything scary. is on like a 10-second loop. 
So like if somebody jumps out, they're going to jump out again in 10 seconds. And you can see them coming because there's people ahead of you that they're jumping out and scaring. Yeah, and you can see the scaffolding and the ceiling. There was literally a guy that had a line like every five seconds I think he had to rest. Like he would jump out, say his line, and then reset. And I saw him do it like five times before I could get out of the room. It was really, really annoying. It didn't used to be like that, man. Ten, I was like, <clears throat> I, I was like, I don't understand how some of these people keep their sanity because doing the same thing like that repetitively, oh, that quickly. Brandon would, and I both worked horror nights before. I <sighs> worked there exactly one hour before quitting. I mean, like, it, it was cool. The atmosphere was cool. <clears throat> um, it was, it was nice to be in the park that. Really, late. the best part of Halloween horror nights was always just outside of the houses. Yeah, like, yeah, like the wandering around. The, and the scare crazy people, people out, there. out in the streets are cool. You know, they, they were doing their thing, you know, like they usually do, preying on whoever looks like they're either not paying attention or are actively or looking for really people that, that are super scary. Like mm-hmm. praying. Like, oh, no. I hope he doesn't come over to me. Mm. Uh, John is right, though. <laughs> a decade ago, the scarers, like, outside of the haunted houses, it, like, they had way less rules, and they did some crazy shit. They were, like, climbing poles and doing crazy stuff. Yeah, scary. they, they could were, touch you like, and, like, literally insane. Yeah, and they really, they pretty much violated every possible norm. It was great. Put in place. <laughs> that was when it was good, and the, and the houses were better. I remember being in a haunted house um, at, at Halloween Horror Nights years ago, and there wasn't a line of people, and I was just wandering through it almost almost by myself, which was weird. They only let, like, a few people in at a time, and there weren't huge lines. So. Oh, I also went in the Ash versus the Evil Dead house. I've heard that one's actually quite funny. How was that? Uh... That somebody thought it was funny yes <laughs> actually there's been complaints like, from people who funny? don't know what evil dead is is and it's like why was that why was that funny i didn't like that <laughs> like was mm. it like a skeleton talking well there's funny? like probably five or six ashes that you run into through <laughs> that throughout the house uh-huh and they they have the same problem that if you're in the room for just a little bit too long you're gonna yeah, see right. a few loops of the same thing like when i first walked in it was like hi i'm ash williams <laughs> you know and like he shoots like deadites that come out at him and stuff and mm-hmm. then they reset really quick and then hi i'm ash williams <laughs> you know like, i didn't know that was his last name is, it? <laughs> is that really okay yeah that's why i don't go any i don't see the appeal why people are like oh man next year i can't wait for the next halloween horror nights i'm like why they yeah. got a Silent Hill house. So what? <laughs> I mean, you can't. There are other rides you can go on. Like the Harry Potter area was like completely dead and stuff like that. So I mean, if you really like Universal, it seems like a cool time to go. Do they actually have active? Rides I just at don't night? know oh, yeah. if I'm ever going to be that totally. enthusiastic about going in any of the haunted houses again. No, you know, like. but going on the rides at night might be really cool. Like yeah, while it's dark out. No, I went on the mm. rock, whatever roller coaster, whatever you call that. Mm. The rock and rock and rock roll. And they still do that. An thing? experience you can't have anymore. But Jaws at night was one of the best theme park experiences I've ever had. Jaws was only good when we had a friend pretending he was a wizard and violating protocol and blowing things up with his hands. That was the best. <laughs> that was the best. He like we had a friend who used to work there, and we could say it. It's Colin from Nerdy Show. I mean, he was quitting, but yeah, it was like. He basically, he, he had done the ride so many times he knew when things were going to blow up and everything. We were like egging him on to do something else. So he like put down the gun. He was like pretending he was a wizard and like using his hands when the explosions were happening and improving the whole thing. And it was amazing. <laughs> Fun that, fact. Yeah. There's a book about the Jaws ride and, the, and um, the history of it and the skippers who worked it. Is Colin in it? Colin didn't know about this until it was gifted to him at Christmas a couple of years ago. 
He is actually in there listed like in the beginning of the book as one of the best skippers of all time. Are you kidding me? I'm not. Wow. <laughs> well, I what fucking agree because that <laughs> right? was the best ride I'd ever been on because of him. So, huh? <laughs> I've never been on the Jaws ride. And no, never, I never will. You never will. So yeah, Halloween Horror Night. Uh, no, no bueno. Yeah, no, it's not worth it. The like, like I said, I I feel like if you got the uh, like the season pass or whatever. It's like a hundred and some bucks. You mm. can just go back most nights. But why would you want to go back? You know, there's a secret experience though, right? What? What's there, the secret experience? I forget what it's called, but there's... When you say animal style. <laughs> there's, um, there is a Horror Nights underneath Horror Nights that is elite and hard to get into and involves some ex- like bleeding edge VR technology experiences. This is bullshit. It's not bullshit. It is real. Doug's done it. There's a hidden Halloween Horror Nights that nobody knows about except a select few under the ground in Universal Studios. Well, not like incredibly like, hardcore. Are there lizard men? Un- underground in terms of like, as in behind like the scenes, hush, hush. like you got to knock on a door and say a password kind of stuff. So if we that like, fucking insane. can we go online and like find the password or how do you get it? You can, you can start making inquiries as to like, as to get, where to get that information, but it changes all the time. It's a narrative that's been going on for like five years now or something like that. It's very complicated. So I don't, they saved the good Halloween Horror Nights. Why didn't anybody people. tell me about this before I went? Well, you didn't say you were yeah, going. We didn't know, oh. and uh, <laughs> I did, and I didn't know about this. And also, apparently. I don't. I don't say I, I've never done it myself. I don't know how to get into it. Um, it's on a needs to know. Well, Doug does apparently. So oh. if you ever go back, but it's. It, I mean, the thing is, is that they can't. They actually can't do cool stuff at Halloween Horror Nights because there's too many people now. There's, there, you yeah. know, there's, there's so limitations. there's a hush hush section so, where they so, can. Yeah. So for the people at Universal who want to develop new experiences for a limited people who are willing to sign waivers and so on. That happens behind the scenes. It's like all a the new time. ride that might decapitate you, but they're testing it out. Not like that. Sign a no, waiver. but there was at one point there was going to be. This is like the last year that they ever had a split Halloween Horror Nights, where it was half um, Islands of Adventure and half Universal Studios. They had what was going to be a elevated um, haunted house where you're actually going to be hooked into a harness and, and drug through stuff, or like like you know through a scenario. And they were testing that it out. Ludicrously dangerous Every, and expensive. It was you were going to have to sign a waiver to get in there, and it got shut down at the last minute. Like he was even, I think, previewed to the cast. That and doesn't sound completely different from the Tower of Terror when I first because you're in an elevator and it rises no, up, no, and then no, it no, goes no, 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 through no. a house with holograms and shit, and then it drops. Sure, but this was they actually like hook you into a harness and move you horizontally, like a zip line a, only motorized or something. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? That sounds like doable. Yeah, no, they almost did it. They came very close to doing it. They spent a lot of money on it, and they realized this is going to be a disaster, and they backed out of it. Oh, that's a shame. And that was the last. I think the last moment of like bravery in terms of public Halloween Horror Nights stuff. Huh. So if you want a good uh, Halloween Horror Nights experience, apparently there's a secret Halloween Horror Nights. That you I wish I could remember what it's called. I have no idea what it's called. It's but. secret. Alternatively, go to Dimension C135, where they actually did run that house, and time travel a little bit. Because <laughs> yeah. one way or another, it was probably a bloodbath. Bloodbath eventually. More hey. importantly, though, seriously, that foam wall over in the Marvel section—you know what I'm talking about. No, yep, that uh, foam wall. Foam wall. What's a foam? Yeah, like during Halloween Horror Nights back in the day when you were working there, there was like a foam wall that I guess had been running because it was early, like in oh. the night. So the foam wall was literally like three stories tall. Oh, made of actual. Foam. It was like a foam sprayer they, that had gone horribly At the wrong. time, foam parties yeah, yeah. were all the rage for the for the rave circuit. So they had a it section was that was a foam party. Fucking insane! No, I because it I was remember literally that. like a city block of just foam up three stories. Like 
when I went back later, it, it was completely gone. But like, it was there was just a tunnel through it. Of a, it was a big wall of white bubbles. You run through it and then you choke it and you a walk wall. back. It was like just I mean, it was literally like An I don't even know, sixty feet long. Uh, just a tunnel <laughs> through the stuff that somebody had walked through that much. I'm pretty sure, yeah, a decade ago they had like the smoke machines and like the foam machines were just turned up to a factor of 12. And crazy ice and queens just leave them on. that were all looking at you, you know, like a nut job. Oh, that I have saying. no idea what he's talking about. Right? <laughs> it was the ice queen. The Nerdy Show and all the shows in the Nerdy Show Network are entirely listener supported. You make this program possible. So please, 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 if you enjoy what we're doing, you can give us a one-time donation at nerdyshow.com slash support, or even better, you can subscribe to us on Patreon. Even a dollar a month makes a huge difference. It gets you early releases, all kinds of bonus content, and uh, tons and tons of other perks. We'll let you go there to Patreon to see it for yourself, patreon.com slash nerdyshow. You'll probably shop on Amazon, so if you do, shop through our Amazon links and you will give back to us. If you want us to give you a shout-out for shopping on Amazon, great. Just write in and tell us what you bought nerdyshow.com slash Amazon. You can bookmark that and make that the link that you use for all your purchases. <laughs> um, we have a new patron. Her name is Sarah Speen. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you so much for joining up with us. And uh, we'll see you on the Nerdy Show Lounge, I think, if you're, if you're on Facebook, if you do that. And if, uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, well, uh, there's uh, just to explore that, uh, explore that Patreon page a little deeper. We have a reoccurring shout-out for a fine fellow who is paying us $10 a month. And that means we get to say, well, he, he, we say whatever he wants us to say. Do you have shirts, old shirts, shirts that are nerdy, but have holes in them or simply, or just too stretched out from wearing them over the last one, two, or even five years. Well, boy, howdy, do I have a suggestion for you? Toss out your old crummy clothes or donate to a thrift store and replace them with genuine nerdy show t-shirts. Yes, you heard me right. You too can replace your favorite faded Mario or Game of Thrones tees with the likes of your favorite nerdy show network jokes etc for example the immortal iron fish which still no one has bought oh that's my fault i really do want one i'm gonna buy it i swear <laughs> i swear i'm buying or a no fangs t-shirt so you can be cool like cap from 1988 i get so <laughs> or, many compliments for that shirt well, there you really go weird. or or you can get a picathor <laughs> <laughs> that's the immortal iron finch um <laughs> now you're gonna make that shirt <laughs> and don't forget they even come in kid sizes so go ahead eliminate the ragged shirts of yesteryear and replace them with in your wardrobe with all the shirts that nerdy show has to offer just follow the links at nerdyshow.com slash store thank you jeffrey mcsorley <laughs> guys what color do you think would look better on me um black or green green all right on what part of your body um your, my penis just the balls Oh, Just oh am ball. I a man or a definitely y- green then? Am I a man or a youth? Jeez, I don't know. What do you, what shirts do you usually wear? What sizes do you have on this cap? Do you shop at Toys R Us or Toys R Us Kids? Here's the problem. I've got the body of like. I'm more interested in are you a Muppet or a man? I've got a. <laughs> I've got the dimensions of a child, except I've got a badonk that doesn't fit any children's clothing. So I'm. Well, like you're not in buying between. pants. I don't make Ironfish pants. I make Ironfish shirts. So what you're saying is you got an ass that won't quit. I, I do have it. It won't quit for ages. Hey, so uh, here's something that caught me by surprise. Riverdale came back. Oh, yeah. Like, it came I out. I saw that. I haven't, I, haven't, uh, I haven't started watching the new season yet, but I did finish the first season. How'd you feel about the first season? It was interesting. You still, you still uh, maintain the same vibe I had of why do I like this so much? Why do I keep watching it? I want to keep watching, but I still don't know why. <laughs> yeah. That's, that I kind of want to quit, but I can't. 
it's I mean, it's just getting weirder. It's all it's our Riverdale's the the Archie CW super sexy uh primetime soap opera drama. And it's it's so strange. And I mean, I was I was really surprised that it came back because like I was like I was saying, all of season one came out this year, and now we're getting season two. Yeah. So it seemed pretty fast. Very, yeah. And Whatever gets me more Betty and Veronica. I did oh, watch the a, best. <laughs> I watched a slight interview and it's slight because I was waiting somewhere in a waiting room and it was playing on a TV. Uh, they said the second season's going to be much darker. Wow. Well, considering that it started with a, a murder that last season ended with, uh, I'd say probably. I mean, granted, the first season began with a murder, but this was a murder like more on screen mm. um, and committed by a very interesting figure. I don't The actual identity is shrouded in mystery, but... It was a dude in a black mask that, uh, you know, uh, like a hood, like a, you know, it's like a, like a ski mask, like a ski mask, but not actually specifically one, um, who, who kills a, a, a character from, or, well, who shoots a character from the show. Um, and uh, that black masked character is not some anonymous figure. That is a character called the Black Hood, who is a storied comic book character owned by Archie created in 1940 back when Archie comics was MLJ comics. He was popular enough to get his own radio show in 1943. Huh. And so, but, but has been recently been reborn in 2015 um, under Archie's adult imprint, dark circle comics. Is he a bad guy or a good guy? Well, in the dark circle comics, he's a somewhat, uh, he's a really gritty police officer who takes matters into his own hands and becomes a vigilante after his Spoilers. face gets destroyed. Well, now I know who he is. Well, that's probably not what's happening in Archie. Oh, well, and it's Jughead. <laughs> it's always Jughead. But, like, this, the reason I know that it's a Black Hood is not just because in, in f- recent uh, television ads, they're like, who's the person in the Black Hood? But, <laughs> but his, uh, in the, in the t- 2015 Black Hood comic by Dwayne Swierzynski, which is fantastic, I highly recommend it, hit the, uh, the eye holes are torn in kind of a diamond eye shape. The, the eye holes of the, of, the, of the mask. Don't touch my eye holes. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a new Apple So that's, that's super weird that huh. that's a thing that's happening. Like a potentially maybe even metaphysical villain. Well, I'll, I'll get on watching that soon. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, this time it's, there's, a, there's a subplot that's got a little bit of a Telemundo vibe as opposed to the usual soap opera vibe, and I'm not oh, sure good. if I like it or not. What? But, it's like a telenovela? yeah 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 but veronica's subplot gets a little bit of spanish soap opera like um oh that makes sense yeah her family could totally pull that off yeah (laughs) so that's that's happening and and they keep throwing out weird references to stuff for example there's a scene where um jughead's like man archie could be a comic book character like captain pureheart or something captain pureheart's this like fantasy character that jughead turns into as like a superhero like a uh, or some, or maybe it's Archie. I'm not sure, but it's like a weird throwaway line. And Reggie was not in the first season at all, like hardly in it. He was there, but he wasn't like you know. Reggie's a main character in Archie, but he was not present in the story. They recast him, and this new guy is having a bigger role in the show. Guess what? Reggie's a real shitbag. He's dealing drugs. He's dealing a drug called Jingle Jangle. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. I can't take anything seriously when you uh, say jingle jangle. You know what jingle jangle is? How do you how do you take that drug? Do you wang jangle it? Uh, well, kind of. It's like <laughs> it's like janglers. a pixie stick. Oh, <laughs> you, you just tear it off and you and you pour it down your throat. I was gonna say if you pour it in your eye, they fucking stole it from my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> 
would you recommend that uh that application for uh no no it's fucking horrible <laughs> absolutely horrible <laughs> So when do they run into? When do the Ninja Turtles cross over? Because that happened in the comics. It did happen in the comics. I don't. It hasn't happened yet. What about Casper? Mm, that's Harvey Comics. That's not. Uh, that's not Archie Comics. <laughs> what's, fucking, what's the fucking difference, guys? I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> well, Har- uh, Harvey Comics is Casper and Little Red Hot and Richie Rich and uh, what about Baby S- Huey. What about Super Duck? The fuck is Super I'm Duck? Just naming the comic book <laughs> character Super Duck. I'm just naming shit off. He had 94 issues. Super Duck. <laughs> This is why we well, don't let Brandon have a computer in the studio. Jingle Jangle is the, is the <laughs> name of a song by the Archies, the <laughs> band time. from 1969. And this this show every time every time Riverdale says something weird, and you're like, "Huh, what's that?" It's always something. It's always something. Huh. Uh, Super Duck was a parody of Superman made by MLJ Comics in oh. 1943. Oh wow. So, you know, could be in the fucking show, could guys. Be. Not ridiculous. So I mean Black Hood's in the show, same same time period. You know, I would super duck. I would say it is Brandon, I think you're right. It's entirely possible someday Doug had to be like, Hey Betty, I got a pet duck. She's like, Oh wow, what's his name? Super Duck. You know, can like, you can you read what he's called under the title? I can't read that from he's, here, no. He's called the Cockeyed Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> super Duck, the Cockeyed Wonder. I don't I don't know. He doesn't look cockeyed, but what do that I know about work. cocks and eyes? Speaking <laughs> of uh, other shows that have come back, uh, The Good Place came back with season two, and that's been phenomenal. As I recall, you haven't actually talked about The Good Place on Nerdy Show. Have we not? I don't think so. Uh, if if we haven't, it's a fantastic show that's on Netflix. Uh, you can watch the whole first season right now. It's um, it's on Netflix, but it's not from Netflix. Correct. Yeah, it's on. It's an NBC show, I believe. Danica keeps telling me I like it. I should watch it. Oh yeah, you'll so. totally like it. Um, the, the premise. Mars, the premise is the main character dies and goes to the afterlife, and they sit her down and they're like, "Hey, you know, the, you're you're in the good place. You know, you you led a really great life. You were a great person." And uh, so this is your reward. And they start, you know, showing her around her neighborhood and stuff like that. But she's a real piece of crap. Like she <laughs> she was a horrible person while she was alive. And uh, she's has she goes through a bunch of uh, stuff to try to hide the fact that she's not doesn't really belong. Here's my elevator pitch for this show. It's the opposite of your pretty face is going to hell. And it's like if what if dreams what dreams may come was mashed up with defending your life and turned into a sitcom. Yeah, but you get Ted Danson and Kristen Bell. Yeah. Is that Veronica Mars? Yes. Got it. Yeah. And Ted Danson from Cheers. I I know Danson. Danson. Tiny Danson, man. Tiny Danson. (laughs) But uh, for those that have seen uh, all of season one, season two is way, way better than I thought was even possible. Wow. Okay. Because some stuff happens in season one. I'm not going to spoil anything, but you... There's a point where you're kind of like, how are they even going to continue this? But holy shit, did they they figured it out? It's so. I good. guess the the few scenes I saw from the show that look really good is every time she does something bad in the good place, it negatively impacts the entire creation of that place. Like a sinkhole will open up, or like something will die. Like right, because she, she she's thoughts, an anomaly. Yeah, yeah. It almost to me so- like seemed like less of like a, a heaven and hell type deal, more like a futuristic scientific representation of the afterlife that they never call it heaven and hell because they have computers like the guy has like a computer matrix and he has a robot i think assistant Uh and it's like you really can't tell Well, janet's not technically a robot she was a computer she's computer like a simulation all right she's a she's siri basically dance has got a crazy looking computer thing yeah Mm, well it looks (laughs) cool 
I'll check. And it out. Dirk Gently came back. I haven't watched it yet. But oh, you you haven't watched it yet? I mean, no, I know you've been moving. I've been so busy. You and your movie house. I'm gonna do that tonight. It's fantastic. Oh man. <laughs> It where, is where are you stupendous. watching it? Um, I'm watching it on my DVR because I still pay for cable. Ah, oh, shit, cable. That's why I can't watch it. It's on BBC America. Yeah, I ain't got that. <laughs> Wait, if I use someone's Xfinity account, <laughs> I got it. I got it. Oh, I really can't. I really can't wait to watch that. Dirk Gently. We, I know we've talked about it several times, but it's I, such a good show. I believe the, the hype, uh, dear listeners. If you haven't checked out the first season of Dirk Gently, well, now is the time to do it. It's so. on Netflix now, isn't it? It probably is. I think the or first season, it's definitely maybe. On, it's definitely on Hulu. I I think I saw it on Netflix recently. If you've so. never seen the show, do not watch. It took them way too the, long uh, to get it onto streaming platforms. Way yeah, too that's long. That's true. I was going to say, do not watch the eight-minute long extended trailer for season two, because it literally spoils the entire first season. So do not watch. Don't watch any trailers yeah, until don't, you watch the first no, season. No, going in blind is advisable. Yeah. Um, I mean, just, just know what we told Doug. It's Douglas Adams. And if you if you like Hitchhiker's Guide, any version of it, go for it. It did take us thirty minutes to try Tell to Doug describe the show to Doug, and then we're like, hey, Doug Doug's Adams wrote it, and he's like, oh, why the fuck didn't you say that thirty minutes ago? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's that's fair. That's yeah, that's I a mean, fair criticism of what yeah. we were doing. I'm not I'm not good at this. <laughs> Your name's Doug. You like people named Doug? Watch you like, it. Do you like British people? Do you like American people? <laughs> well, they made a show together. <laughs> like, oh, okay, I don't see why I'm interested, but uh, yeah, I guess <laughs> that's my Doug impersonation. <laughs> Hey, did you know that there's another way that you can uh, help support us uh, that doesn't involve any money at all? What is it, Cap? <laughs> <laughs> Why, uh, it's, uh, it's rating and reviewing us on iTunes and Podchaser. Now, iTunes is still the number one platform for procuring podcasts, and you should definitely invest the time to rate and review us there. If you can, we haven't gotten any ratings or reviews on this program since June, and that is not good, folks. That's really not good. Um, however, there's also Podchaser. And since our last episode, we haven't gotten anything new that we can share any reviews from anybody, but we're still number 20 on the podcast roster there. And um, I was looking at our, our highest rated episode because you, it's not just series you can rate on Podchaser, which is a, an amazing platform for podcast discovery, but you can also rate individual episodes. So if you go to the, the hot charts for Nerdy Show, you can see what people think are our best episodes. But right now it's a little bit imbalanced because our number one episode with 15 ratings is the episode American Nerds. A fine episode. Really? A fine episode, but here's why. Because you weren't in it. It I, was all me. <laughs> it's because around the time American Nerds came out was when we really started pushing Podchaser. Uh, Everyone got on the bandwagon, did it that one time, that makes sense. and never came back. Hmm. Our second best episode is a tie between both Nerdcasting the Multiverse episodes. A good choice, but those only have eight ratings. So what we need you to do Nerdy the show Thanksgiving fan. specials an award nominee too. It, it is, it is. Yeah, you probably heard the bumper at the beginning of this episode for the uh, the the Audioverse Awards. And in fact, <laughs> it's been not only is it up for. Let me explain this real quick. So because I I tried to keep the ad under or the promo under thirty seconds, and there's a lot of information. Audioverse is a. I mean, it's a it's a podcast award show. But the thing is, is that it's uh, it's it's all public voting that's how you win so right now is the semifinals, and a bunch of our programs are up there nerdcasting the multiverse dungeons and doritos um liberty and the orphans and there's also there's writing awards there's production awards there's acting awards and we're all up for different things on there we have a full list at nerdyshow.com slash audioverse 2017 so we need you guys to vote on these right now so we can get in the finalists and then we're gonna have to ask you to vote again it's a big <laughs> pain in the ass 
but we really appreciate it. And fortunately, we've made a guide. So though this would normally take a long time to do this stupid voting process, um, if you just follow the tutorial that we wrote, it should be pretty streamlined. But the other thing is there's a better award show, I feel, called the Parsec Awards, and those are juried. So much like the Academy Awards, there's a group of people who fancy themselves, you know, aficionados of the podcast medium and will you know, recognize, like, listen to the programming and make a informed decision. It's not a popularity contest. We want to win all of these, of course, but fortunately, with, um, uh, with Parsec, Nerdcasting the Multiverse Thanksgiving Special and Lightning Dogs are both up for awards. Nice. Nice. You know, I made the Kessel Run in less than 12 Parsecs. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. So you should know that. Do you think we're going to see that uh, that that very event in uh, in Solo, a Star Wars story? God, don't even. How could they not? I know they're gonna. We've, uh, Ron Howard tweeted a, an image of the Spice Mines of Kessel. Oh, totally... you think the entire movie is going to be like the Great Kessel Run? Well, um, wouldn't that be cool? Using well, a, a unit of of time that doesn't exist, but is rather a unit of of distance, and they used it wrong in the Star Wars universe. They've corrected My it. thought about that was that <laughs> it showed how precisely he was capable of actually plotting the courses. <laughs> you think he was like, I made it in less. How dangerously I, he I, actually. You could, you John, it that, way. that is exactly what it is. <laughs> I don't believe oh. it. Do you think if we win all these awards, more people will be like exposed to underground radio and that'll be like the new sensation that sweeps the nation? I can only hope. I can only hope. Otherwise, what, are the, what is the, even the point of these awards or exerting the effort towards these awards? <laughs> I don't know. Um, personal gratification. I don't need personal gratification because I have... I Sounds mean, like you do. Not from, not from the outside because we have all you wonderful fans supporting us. Like, you know, with your mouths and with, and with your dollars. <laughs> I would love you to support me with your mouth. They do. They say Brandon is so funny. They say that more than anybody about anybody else. Where's my, like, man booker award for writing? Where's my Where's my award the for writing? The fuck is a man, man booker? booker? That's like the That's the famous award you get for writing. Never heard of it. The man booker award? Never really? Heard of no. It. How have I, someone who doesn't read books, know what the fuck a man booker award is? It's a terrible name. Yeah, I didn't say it was a great name, did I? I didn't come up with it. Shit. <laughs> anyway, weekend at I'm Bernie's. Gonna, I need an award. I'm gonna get you a book fucker award. Can we submit my weekend at Bernie's chapter? Get me. I want a medal around my neck. Well, hey, you brought. I feel some, like Warren Ellis would be very happy about that award. A book fucker award. Yeah, the leading yeah, literary I think award. He'd really like getting an honorary book fucker award. <laughs> what? What? Okay. Weird. Um, but you've, you've you've inadvertently brought up a topic that I want to bring up, Brandon. Inadvertently. Um, Wink. Well, you know you have. Oh yeah. What is it? <laughs> well, that, that is that. Um, Nerdy Show Theater, the feed that is an, kind of an aggregator for all of our audio drama programming, we are changing how we do that. Um, so very soon, we're going to be removing Liberty, The Orphans, Dungeons and Doritos, Ghostbusters, Pokeballs from that. They all have their own separate feeds, Cthulhu as well, and it's going to be just a place for the weird stuff. So Nerdcasting the Multiverse, the Paranoia XP one-shot, Star Wreck when it comes out. And uh, what we're hoping to do in 2018 is for that to be a platform for specifically one-off programming, which we'll be releasing on a regular basis. And uh, one of the things I want to do is I want to do Weekend at Bernie's uh, as an audio performance piece. But it's not finished. It's not finished, but it will be finished. We're still waiting on, uh, what, Brian, Brian Clevenger, who to write the next chapter? We're not, we're not waiting happening. on anybody to write the next chapter I think anymore. Bohr should write the next chapter. I could. He will. Can I uh, can I submit a one-off as well? Can I write a script? Yes. Because there's a script we did a long time ago called King Arthur for Dracula. You may be familiar with it. Oh, I God want to. God damn it. I knew that's what you were going to say. <laughs> I want can it. I do all the voice acting for Bernie? 
Well, here's the thing. I mean, <laughs> I, well, can I can I share with you a pipe dream? Sure. Uh, I want to get the actual guy who played Bernie. Is he alive? Wait, he's, he's alive. That, see, that was a joke because Bernie's dead the whole time. I, yeah, but not I mean, in Weekend at Bernie's Three Night of the Living Bernie. Oh, okay. <laughs> then he gets he gets reanimated. Um, is that guy still alive? He I'm, is still I'm alive. Yeah. Last I saw him, he was looking pretty dead. <laughs> he's he's still alive, and he's still actually pursuing um, a third Weekend at Bernie's film called uh, we- Weekend at Bernie's Three. Bernie does extreme sports. Um, that that has there's actually a script that has been written and has been kicked around um, is not getting made but i mean it's hmm. it's out there um i don't know how we would go about doing that maybe a kickstarter but it's something i want to at least attempt because wow that would be crazy wouldn't it but if not then absolutely <laughs> yeah you're gonna have to say some terrible things though though because bernie is a terrible person when he's not a fun-loving corpse when have you known me to shy away from something like that? Oh, never. I just wanted to, you know, tell you in advance. <laughs> I wrote him being pretty damn racist. <laughs> nice. Well, he's been in a lot of stuff in the past couple of years. Such as? Nothing I've ever heard of, but a lot of stuff. Oh, man, that might mean that he's uh, he's available There's, for yeah, us. A- almost. No one's heard of us. <laughs> he's, he's in a movie called Almosting It. <laughs> that's not a grammatical error that's called Almosting It. Significant Mother. <laughs> I, I'm I'm almosting your mother, so yeah, I know the accidental present man. A lot of stuff that was like in the past year. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, um, I I think that's up it for the the show, right? We we're uh, we're done, right? We're done with the show. The show's done. Yeah, I think we've been babbling we've been about random stuff around. for yeah. long enough. Yeah. Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good show. All right, so taking us out, Cyfried has been working on a record for years and years, and it's finally out. It's called Hyperspaced. And this is a track called Luke and Scotty. I don't exactly know what they're going for, but it is simultaneously about Star Wars and Star Trek. And Brandon, yes, they do use the the word dilithium. Yeah. I know that's your bare minimum requirements I mean, for Star Trek. I so. moved on to trilithium, but whatever. Dilithium is still cool. Fuck you. All right. Here's Sci-Fry with Luke and Scotty.
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.